This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. Growing up in, in Kansas, um, you know, kind of sets you on a path to prove that uh, you're not uh, just a wallflower. You know, it's in the Midwest, but you're not in the Bible Belt. So it doesn't have a Southern feeling. It doesn't have a, a conservative feeling even. My parents were independent, uh, which had a great influence on my life. They were kind of starving artists in a way. And they were people who wanted to do what they loved, uh, whether or not they made a good income at it. And I <laughs> I found that actually uh, inspirational, both as a kid and as an adult. But as a kid, I think my it had an influence on me in the sense that I wanted to be an artist, but I wanted to make money doing it. So I uh, that's, I think, one of the reasons why I went to school for graphic design is because I was like, I'm going to be an artist, but I'm going to make sure I make an income and I'm going to make a lot of money doing it. Of course, at the time, I didn't really have a context for knowing, you know, that graphic designers don't make a ton of income, but I felt like it was a way to be employed as an artist. I kind of enjoyed having parents that were a bit different from everyone. Um, You know, sometimes it wasn't always, you know, great. uh, But I think for the most part, coming from a family that I think was more into art and uh, doing things differently and having flexible uh, yet working all the time, work schedules, you know, it was uh, maybe trying sometimes, but for the most part, I, I really enjoyed it. And I really appreciated that, that essentially they were doing what they loved while a lot of other people's parents were just kind of miserable. The song that I decided to choose was uh, Fat Boy Slim's uh, song for Lindy. And that had a quite a pivotal mo- moment in my life because I, I must have picked up a Fat Boy Slim album when I was a preteen. And I had heard some, you know, pop song from Fat Boy Slim on the radio. And, and as, you know, a preteen, I was like, I'm going to get that song. So I went to the CD store and I got a CD uh, that I thought was the right album, but actually it was Fatboy Slim's very first album. And uh, I put, I got home and I put the CD on, and uh, and I was starting the album, and it was this complete electronic music that I had never heard of before. And you know, like I, I put the song on and I laid back in bed, and listening to electronic music for the first time, it was just sort of this completely mind-altering sort of experience for me uh, and I became hooked and I became obsessed with electronic music from that point. Back in 2008, I had just moved to San Francisco a little less than a year earlier from Kansas, and I was watching a documentary on the Discovery Channel called When We Left Earth, and it was this great documentary about NASA during the early days and how they were trying to figure out how to get humans into space, 
And one of the things that I found really striking in the documentary was that they were ta- they were talking to all these old older men who had worked at NASA during the time. And a lot of them were talking about how when they started at NASA, they didn't know anything about space exploration. They didn't know anything about rocketry or orbits or spacecrafts. And I was watching this thinking to myself, well, I don't know anything about space exploration and I want to work at NASA. That sounds amazing. (laughs) And so uh, inspired by watching this documentary, I decided to randomly email NASA on a whim saying that I was a huge fan of what they were doing. And if they ever needed someone like me, someone completely without a science background, that I was around. Um, and serendipitously, I was able to get a job at NASA from that email, and it was just life-changing. And so I really didn't see it coming at all, and it, and it just hit me. And it changed my mindset about science and space exploration, that it's more sort of something that you can actually contribute to, uh, whether or not you have a formal science background. And that Actually, the science industry at large actually needs people from all different types of backgrounds to make sort of clever creations and and contributions to. So a lot of my work now focuses on getting people without formal science backgrounds to actively contribute to science and space exploration. So a lot of what I've done since working at NASA has really been about getting people to experience exactly what I've been able to experience, I guess, uh, by either working at NASA or making contributions to space exploration and essentially showing people that um, you can actually play around with science and play around with space exploration, um, even if you don't know a lot about it. Um, Sometimes by collaborating with scientists or designers or developers or all different types of people, people are able to generate new ways of doing things that haven't been created before. And a lot of that is about getting people with completely different backgrounds and ways of looking at the world to look at new problems in interesting ways. I I met my uh, fiancé actually on a muni in San Francisco, a a light rail in San Francisco, and it was quite funny because I don't usually check people out on public transportation, but I was sort of uh, checking him out, and and we both ended up getting off at the same stop, and but he ran out uh, ahead of me, and I thought, oh, you know, just some random cute guy I'll never see again. Um, and I was going to go see a movie, and when I got to the movie theater um, at, to meet all, to meet up with all of my friends, uh, the guy from the light rail was like standing around with all of my friends, and it turns out he was friends with all of my friends, and we just hadn't met before. Um, and my face turned so red when <laughs> when that happened because even though no one knew that I had been checking him out, like I knew, and I was just so utterly embarrassed. I was so embarrassed, actually, that I ended up uh, tweeting about like how I was just checking out some guy on the Muni, and it turns out he knows everyone I know, and this is so awkward and embarrassing. Um, but uh, it ended up you know, working out in the end. So the second piece of music that I like sharing with people is uh, Underworld's um, Dirty Epic, because it, it's got this kernel of, of, as John Peel would say, a kernel of something undefinable, and that's exactly what makes it so great.
Thanks for listening to this News Talk 106 to 108 podcast. To download other programs or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.